What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. Thank you all for joining us this week. And if you're into music, gaming, and more, you're in the right spot. Ready, Ready, Set, Set, Showtime. Episode 78 of the Ready Set Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. What's up, guys? Thank y'all for joining me this week. And, guys, we got a long episode ahead of us. Might be one of them two hour shits, you know. But, guys, there's a lot to talk about. So much has went on the coronavirus, throwing a wrench and everything, people going crazy. Let's dive into it because we got a longer road ahead of us, I assure you. So what are we going to be talking about on today's show, guys? Well, I got two fucking browsers open. That's how real it gets. There was an earthquake in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, one of the largest in the state since 92. Next, we're going to give some updates on the coronavirus, stuff about uh, those infected, the total number now. We'll talk uh, some local stuff going on here with the virus, especially here in Greene County. And then we're going to go a little beyond the virus and talk about uh, Trump has approved a stimulus package plan. And uh, me and a few of my friends been keeping up with this, so we'll go over the details of that and what that means. So that will be what we start the show with, guys, our news portion of the show. And then we'll dive into our segments, first starting with music the lead singer of trap is in some shit apparently he's a racist piece of shit said a lot of things and disappointing man i mean granted trap didn't have a bunch of hits but they were a decent band next thing in music we have something really cool that the deftones is doing for their touring staff more on that i got an artist spotlight this week guys i actually stumbled upon this dude looking for the this this song that this one girl Halsey sings, she featured this guy, uh, Machine Gun Kelly featured him in another song, which we will be reviewing those two songs. Artist named Youngblood. He, he's different, British, but he's unique, and I'm going to explain why I think he's a great artist that could go a long way even with this shit music that's out nowadays. Okay, again, those two songs, it'll be Halsey featuring Youngblood, 11 Minutes, we'll go over, might might play a little. Next, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who I'm going to speak on just a little bit, did a song with Youngblood and Travis Barker, I Think I'm Okay. And uh, I, you got to give it up for Machine Gun Kelly, I'll explain why. And then finally, to end the music, we will talk Korn's new video out for a song they have, Can You Hear Me, from the Nothing album. So we'll discuss that. It's a sick video, and that will end the music portion. As far as the gaming goes, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members get something cool for free, and it's about time because we've been catching a lot of shit, which you know I'm a bitch about that at some point. You know it wouldn't be a gaming segment if we didn't talk Fortnite. Next, we got the Spawn was finally released. And uh, again, guys, I'm recording on a Friday, March 27th. He was actually released, I believe it was last week. So you could actually buy him separate if you didn't have the Combat Pack 1. But we will talk 
about Spawn, what I think of his gameplay, the skins that I have, just his overall, what I think, how he'll fit into the competitive scene. And uh, we may talk uh, some ideas of what's coming up for a combat pack two. Will there be a combat pack two or an Injustice 3? Hopefully both. Next, we got seeing as how there's already talks of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Uh, Xbox Series X, the specs and stuff, unfortunately, got leaked. There's just some people out there that don't like surprises. They want to leak it out. They think they're cool. Really, they're a bunch of bitches. But anyway, I kind of wanted to uh, see in his LP at PlayStation 5 two nights ago on their PlayStation blog on their website. They released their specs. I figured, out. Hey, let's do a little versus. I mean, it isn't going to be like, who do I think will win? They're both going to be insane. But everybody's really talking more about the PlayStation 5 than the Xbox, but we'll talk more on that. And finally, to end today's show for the rant, I'll be just diving into the coronavirus and how I think a lot of people are just taking it way too far. There are scams going on. guy that somehow got charged with terrorism for some stuff he was doing. And just how I feel that people need to calm down and stop letting this virus make them so crazy. And just more on that, and we'll dive in a little further. But that will be the rant. It's going to be today's show. A lot of stuff. Bear with me. I was probably back and forth. Literally, I have two browsers with a shitload of tabs each one. But man, it was just so much going on. And I'd hope to do this episode. I started to do it in the last couple days. But I uh, had to catch up on some homework. And, man, I'm telling you, this virus, guys. But uh, before I jump into shout-outs, guys, I just got to tell you, man, guys, there's three things I fucking hate. Spiders, rats, and motherfucking snakes, okay? Can't stand them. When I see them, I will scream and act like a bitch. I will. I don't care. It's just some shit from my childhood. I just can't stand them. Never have been able to stand them. And God don't like ugly, and they some ugly motherfuckers. You feel me? Well, the other day, we're sitting here, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, we uh, hear something. We look over, we see this big-ass rat. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And, dude, this thing's just running around his house like he pays fucking rent. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit. So I text my landlord, I let him know, hey, we got a rat in here, dude. I, I don't know, we need to do something about it, because, I mean, dude, it was to the point to where we all hate them. I don't know, some people can walk right up to the motherfuckers, pick them up. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. You ever heard of the Black Plague, motherfucker? I ain't gonna be the dude that gets bit, oh, uh, next to the Black Plague started, DT got bit. No, that ain't me. So my landlord, there's been times I've called him and not known a lot about stuff, whether it be stuff in the house. You know, my dad wasn't around. He didn't show me a lot of stuff about about certain things on cars, certain shit in your house. And so I think maybe my landlord just thinks that when it comes to stuff sometimes, like he, he isn't sure if we know a lot about it. I don't know why, he, how he thinks this or some of the stuff he, he'll ask us. I'm not exactly sure. He goes, is it a mouse or a rat? And I know it, it's not his fault. He's just wanting to be sure. And I, I don't think he meant it like we don't know the difference. He was just trying to be sure that, that way to find the approach to take. But I was like, dude, this is a rat. So for me, they're all big ass rats. I mean, a mouse, I don't care. I can handle a mouse but dude they start making me paranoid like I, I hear shit and jump turns out something just fell or something you know like I hate it it's crazy 
but I'm not one of them people that can just go pick them up. So I'm thinking, please, hoping my landlord's like going to send an exterminator or some crazy redneck that'll come in here and grab him up, throw some shit down. Because he said something about poison and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't care to throw poison around or whatever, but number one, I'd rather not do that because there was poison here when we first moved in. And now looking back on it, I, I, I see they've probably had this problem before, which you know whatever i mean it happens when you're out in the country near fields and we're we got a literally in our backyard railroad tracks when they eat the poison they're gonna die in here and stinking shit look man i ain't that dude i ain't one of these country motherfuckers i don't care that i mean yeah i'm gonna get it up and take it out before you know it starts stinking and shit but i would rather not have to do that like that that's just not me dude and I hate the damn things, but, like, people talking about smash it with a bat. I'm like, no. What are you talking about? No, I'm not, I'm just not that dude, man. Like, I mean, it ain't like I'm, I, I love animals. I'm not, like, you know, crazy obsessed with them, but I'm not one that's going to take a bat and bash one. Up. I don't know. I'm just not that guy. But I was hoping, well, he sent our neighbor down here. Uh, he's actually a buddy of mine, Justin. He came up here, and we looked for the holes and stuff like that. Now, you know, during the day, like this time right here, I'm recording 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, they're not really, they're probably hiding, sleeping, whatever. Well, I, I thought since we finally found the damn hole where he was coming in, sealed it up, and we sealed up another place behind my dryer, thinking he might have got up through there. You know, I'm not saying that that wouldn't do the problem, but I thought, well, he come back, maybe he can't get in. Let me tell you about this psychotic fucking rat. My fiance thought he was hiding in here. We don't think he was, or maybe it, it was him, and there, maybe there's more. We don't know. But all of a sudden, last night, we're sitting here. We don't hear nothing. And usually about 7.38, like, you could hear the son of a bitch start to come in here. And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe we're going to get lucky. All of a sudden, dude, we start hearing like this son of a bitch trying to chew through the fucking wall i'm like dude is this fucking rat on crack is it like on is it rabid like dude like what are my odds now i get this psychotic rat like i'm i'm thinking in my head in my head i'm like dude is this is this rat gunning for us like is it trying to murder us because dude this fucking thing like we would hit the wall and, you know, you think once you keep doing it, yeah, I'm not saying it wouldn't come back later and do it, but not when anybody's standing in there. You know, they you know they can hear that. Dude, we'd hit the wall, he'd go away for a minute, and then he'd come right back and doing it. And it got to a point where as soon as we'd hit the wall and step away, he was right back to doing it like he just wasn't getting afraid of I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, I go and put this big-ass cinder block in there. And all of a sudden, we don't hear him. I'm thinking, oh, God, either he's got in or what. Turns out my fiance informs me there was a wall in my daughter's room that fell. I didn't fucking know that. But anyway, I'm like, well, they probably going to get in. I don't know. We're just going to have to go get traps today and stuff, which we are. But I, I didn't hear him. I didn't see him or nothing. Well, all of a sudden, we had the neighbors across the street come over here. They were talking to us, and then she sees one of them run. And I didn't even hear this damn thing. Usually, you hear them, whatever. I'm like, man, great. Well, she had these. Apparently, they make these bags, exterminators and stuff, gave them to her. And she gave them to us and said that they 
they'll like rip into them. There's something in there that attracts them. And as soon as they eat it, they, they'll go a little bit and then they die. Now, we threw it kind of behind our dryer because that we noticed that's where, you know, they go a lot. And I, we, I looked back there and I didn't even see it. So either we got the smartest motherfucking rats and they just took that son of a bitch and did away with it or took it back to their neck. I don't know. But I know I hate this shit. It just sucks because my fiance gets her all rattled up and I hate it. I don't really want to throw a bunch of poison around here and shit, you know, and, and have to clean up these dead rats, but that's maybe what has to be done. I personally, I mean, I know it'll cost them money, whatever, wish he would just call an exterminator because rats will chew on wires and shit. I mean, this son of a bitch was in here that second night knocking shit over, and, you know, them fuckers will start multiplying. I mean, look here, we thought, I, I seen a little mouse a few weeks ago, thought we got rid of him. Now we've got two or three of them. A friend of mine's like, uh, Sophia, y'all heard on here, she goes, get one of those glue traps. When it steps on it and you hear it squeaking, then pick it up and, like, you know, take it outside. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't like going to get near them, some bitches. One of them bit me when I was a kid, and I've hated them since. I don't know, guys. Let me know if y'all had issues with them fuckers. I mean, dude, literally, we've lived here, I'd say, two and a half going on close to three years, and that's this is the first issue we've ever had with them. So, I don't know, but this rat was psychotic. I mean, that motherfucker was chewing and chewing. I think we heard him up until this morning. That's why I was like, oh, shit, I thought that he made it in. But no, there was other ones, and then that one was still chewing. I'm like, man, something going to be done, because it's going to get to a point to where we ain't going to want to sleep in here. But all right, guys, let's move on to some shout-outs. I got to shout-out my beautiful family, though. We've been dealing with these psychotic rats and this coronavirus bullshit. Just been hell around here lately, around town. I mean, this virus is through a wrench, I believe, in all our lives. It's affected us one way or another. And it's crazy, man, and I hate it for those that have that have out of work, that have unfortunately maybe known somebody that's been infected or lost their lives. So my, my thoughts and prayers go out with all you guys, and I hope y'all get back to work. But we've just been watching movies, trying to stay at the house as much as possible, and just hope that this damn virus gets contained, and uh, hopefully these stimulus checks we are going to talk about here later. Hopefully everybody gets one that's been affected and, but I feel like we all have so send us all some as long as we meet their little dumbass guidelines but I gotta thank Drama She's I've been talking to her a little bit more she's been helped behind the scenes I gotta shout out my brother too man and uh, guys by the way me and him have been uh, talking we talked the other day we got some ideas at first he just said yeah I, I wanna do it come on the podcast and do it I don't know if I wanna kind of be behind the scenes do the sound and music stuff like that live DJing because he said he knows this girl named Ashley which I like the, the, the male female dynamic like with me and Letty but then she's got to get cool with my fiance which I wish my fiance would just do it but you know hey it, one day she might she'll have to get to know her if my fiance's cool with it and yeah as long as you know of course everybody's respectful she's here with my brother and when my fiance's here you know we'll see but i think it would be cool she sounds really cool she ain't a fucking drug addict or nothing like that sounds like she's got her shit together likes 
the same shit. So, dude, if we could get us three or whatever on the mic or me and her and, and then my brother running the sound, I, guys, I mean, I know it's easy for me to hype up. Trust me, good things are coming, I assure you. I got to thank, I want to thank everybody that's been on the show. Letty for uh, being the co-host for 68 great episodes. Thank you so much, Letty, for all you did for the podcast, man. We'll never forget that. And I hope you're doing good, though we haven't spoke. I wish you nothing but the best, you and Ruby. And uh, shout out to Ruby. Hope she's doing good with her cheerleading. Mo, Ben, Cheetah, Kristen, EJ, Kevin, everybody that's came on the show, supported the podcast from day one, donated. Hell, even if you just listened, whatever. All those guys, we had a blast doing episodes with them, and I'm very thankful that I met all of them. I know them. They're my friends. And we got to get you guys back on. We can't go an episode. We got to thank the man, the myth, the legend, Kellen, for getting all this rolling, man. Dude had been telling me for years, you need to be on radio. And it led to this podcast starting, and I always got to shout Kellen out. Kellen, hope you're doing good. Thank you for everything, man. Thank you for all your words and just helping me at a rough point in my life, man. You are a legend. And I just want to thank all you listeners. If you've been with us from the start, came in midway through, and just all these changes and everybody that's hung with us. And we a small army now, but trust me when I tell you the things that are in the works. Guys, we got a lot coming up. Trust me when I tell you. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Hey, we're going to have some fun on this podcast, I assure you. Make no mistake, and it, there may be some changes of how we what we do on the podcast, but we'll keep you guys updated. All the listeners that have supported us, family, friends, thank y'all so much. All right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and start it off, man. You know, Mother Nature, boy, she ain't playing. She's like, listen, guys, you know, y'all are fucking up. Let me show you something. I mean, it, it's, it's not really funny, but, I mean, there was a 5.7 magnitude earthquake strikes near Salt Lake City knocking out Utah's coronavirus hotline. An ABC News article says here, it says a 5.7 magnitude earthquake struck outside Salt Lake City early Wednesday, knocking out the coronavirus hotline, according to the governor. A temporary COVID-19 information line was set up this was the state's largest earthquake since 92, according to Utah Emergency Management. There are no reports of injuries, but the Salt Lake City Airport was temporarily knocked out of operation, officials said. So that's cool. There was no injuries. This seems like it was pretty serious from the news reports I've seen. And I think they said it just lasted about uh, 15 to 20 seconds, but stuff was shaking really hard, so... Glad nobody was injured and lost their life in Salt Lake City, Utah. You know, they'll get through it, man. Them earthquakes, oh boy, I'm telling you. I'm sure like California and all them over there on the West Coast. God, dude, I bet it is scary as hell. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get to talk about the elephant in the fucking room, the coronavirus. So we go to CNBC and uh, an article here. It says, worldwide coronavirus cases top 200,000 doubling in two weeks. COVID-19 cases surpasses 200,000 worldwide on Wednesday, and I believe deaths has surpassed 1,000. As the new coronavirus continues to spread outside of China, the original epicenter of the outbreak, the total number of cases now stands at 201,436 as of 7.30 a.m. on Wednesday. 
According to the data compiled by John Hopkins, the virus emerged in Wuhan, China in December. It has since spread to most countries around the world, according to the World Health Organization. The virus has now killed more than 800,000 people around the world, according to John Hopkins University, but more than 82,000 people have recovered from the virus. And I think that number is now actually at 100,000. So you see, guys, I mean, this... This virus is it's still going, and uh, I, I know Donald Trump had said that uh, he wants to, you know, I, I think around Easter, start getting people out more, going back to work and stuff like that, and I'm telling you, I think that's stupid. I mean, maybe May, and I mean, even then, you, you never know. I mean, I don't get how these cases are still doubling, but... People just, I mean, I know, man, it sucks being at home. It really does. But, I mean, do you want the the other side of this? Do you want to get the virus and risk not being here anymore because you're a little bored at home? I mean, I'm telling you, man, people got to take this shit serious, man. I mean, y'all motherfuckers that think this shit's a hoax, whatever, I think now clearly you see it's not. So don't be stupid, guys. I mean, don't let your guard down just because they're saying, you know, hey, Wait till you get the okay World Health Organization, uh, CDC. Just make sure, man. I mean, don't listen to some fucking third-party website that tells you that. But all right, guys, let's talk some uh, local East Tennessee, Tennessee as a whole, coronavirus news here, guys. So pretty much uh, Tennessee now has 667 confirmed cases of coronavirus, including two deaths. Now, in Shelby County alone... They have 135 of those, a WMC5 article tells us. says, Shelby County, Tennessee, there are now 667 confirmed cases of coronavirus in the state of Tennessee. According to the Shelby County Health Department, 135 of those cases are in Shelby County. So far, there have been two deaths in the state of Tennessee, but none in Shelby County. Guys, those of y'all who live here in Greene County, a little update for those that have been infected here, unfortunately, with the coronavirus. We're now up to 12. I thought we were at around 6 or 9. Went to make a payment at this place I took a loan out the other day, and the woman informed me there we're now up to 12. Now, I've spread this recording and editing of this uh, episode out way too far. So, basically, in, let's see, 4 or 5 days, it's went from 6 to 12. And as of WGRV yesterday, I've been getting texts and updates from them. Our governor is said to have come out as of 1010 yesterday, possibly today, which is either May 31st or April 1st, and going to make it a safer at home announcement, which a lot of states and cities are doing to where you got to stay at home. If you're caught trying to go outside the county, state, you know, you're probably going to be pulled over. I don't know. I've heard fined. I've heard heard all kinds of crazy shit which that's a little excessive but people are running out here in big groups and partying and just fucking off and just thinking not taking this shit serious you can thank those dumbasses guys you gotta take this shit serious man this ain't this ain't some false shit that's being spread by the government and i know everybody thinks that because election time's coming up but people are really dying people are really getting infected and i'm gonna hit you with some reality gary owen i've been keeping up with him he does these little phone updates on youtube but something he said when you catch this 
you're immediately quarantined by yourself. If your kid catches it, you catch it, you're immediately took off to go through that process by yourself. So think about that. When your dumbass is out here getting out with all your buddies, going out partying, drinking, or what? not even partying, whatever it may be, if you catch it, you're going to take on that the coronavirus and everything, all the quarantine, everything, by yourself. And got some closings here locally that I've heard. Now, I haven't confirmed this, though I've heard this from multiple people. John Deere has shut down for two weeks. Sea Ray shut down. Hoof shut down. I'm not sure if there's any other places. I know a lot of fast food places, restaurants have closed their lobby. Uh, There's some that are doing curbside pickup now. I mean, guys, it's just getting crazy. Now, I also, guys, aside from this, I'm seeing, you know, here we go, vaping somehow gets thrown into this, that they're saying it could be from vaping where the coronavirus hit and smoking because a lot of Italians smoke a lot and it spread pretty quick over there, which I don't know. Uh, maybe somehow somebody called it from vaping and I know smoking, they're saying it weakens your immune system and that's where this virus attacks most. I don't have any stats on that. I personally think, I mean, you could tie getting this virus in with anything. I, mean, I don't see how vaping somehow takes a hit on this, but then again, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe whatever but I just feel like this is these tobacco companies and shit just taking their chance to shit on vaping even more who knows smoking I do understand not vaping but unfortunately I'm hearing now I don't know if there's any or if they're about to be but some vape shops they're about to not even allow them to be open I mean guys it's just getting crazy and look it sucks and I know everybody's bored and now around here We've probably not had it as bad as, let's say, people in New York, California. Good Lord, I think New York's up to two, 300,000 infected and stuff, and they're having it rough. We just got to be smart about it. I don't think Easter would be a good time to tell everybody to go ahead and roam around. I mean, I know Trump wants that, but I, I just think you got to be smart about this. You got to wake up, and you don't want to get ahead of yourself. You want to be sure. Because you start releasing people and then this thing ain't gone, it's going to spread two, three times faster. And then you're going to have to do it all over again. And I know there's people out here losing money and stuff like that. But look at it like this. You're not losing your fucking life. And I want to say this, like a friend of mine was reading me this post off Facebook. I can't remember who posted it. But like there was this fucking landlord that put a note, I guess, on this person's door and everybody in the apartments saying that she understands that everything that's going on, but your priority should be to pay your rent first. Like, bitch, are you kidding me? Pay my rent first? How about not getting the coronavirus first? How about I'll give you your rent when they say I can go back to work? Some of these people act like we're being hypochondriacs and just not wanting to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't. And and quite frankly, other people, I think you're pretty ballsy for allowing this to happen. And I, I know it sucks to put people out of work, but guys, it's now here in our county. And think about it. There could be people getting it that don't even know. And if they're going out and about, I mean, dude, it's only going to get worse. And I mean, my old job, I was talking to a friend of mine. There was a couple in there. I don't know if they, I'm assuming they were just trying to go home early, so they said that they had been around a guy that had been in quarantine, 
I don't know if they're lying or not, but when they say that, they guys were shutting it down, but they didn't. And this person was pregnant that's a good friend of mine, and before they knew what was going on, took over these people's machine where they had been touching it shit. Now, the next day, they tried to come out and say that they were joking, but that's not a fucking funny joke. I just don't get, number one, you could be that lazy, and I don't get how you could even, don't, don't say the word joke. Just say, hey, it turned out that wasn't true. He, I, you know, I don't know what happened, but whatever. But we all know what you did. You got caught, and you're trying to just save your own ass. And that's not right. People out here catching it. But all right, guys, enough with the infections and stuff. But I, again, just be safe out there. There's already 12 cases. It's doubled in a matter of days, and there may be more by the time this episode's uploaded. So, guys, we got to be smart all over the world and here, too, especially, guys, because we can't think because all over the world there's more cases than here that it isn't going to get bad here. It could get bad here. So let's use our heads. All right, guys, so the last thing as far as this coronavirus, other than one thing in music with Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne, but there's a uh, stimulus package that uh, Trump, he drew up a bill, Trump and a lot of his team, and I, I don't know how I started following this, but a few, me and a few of my friends started following. It's this $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus package now, I think only a trillion of that is available to send to Americans that are affected by this. But my thing is, okay, they should have maybe defined what affected by this because, I mean, think about it. Aren't we all affected by this? My fiance's hours got cut. You know, I mean, me, I was getting going to start a new job and I now couldn't do it because they're not bringing in any new people. And in fact, had to lay some people off from this place. Okay, so I'm affected by it. And despite of, you know, what went down with my other job, I mean, I did everything right to leave. So you see what I'm saying? I was affected by that. I didn't know this was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, if I did, I would have uh, stuck it out a little longer and uh, extended the notice, my notice or whatever. I mean, everybody's been affected by it. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, just throw everybody free money. Obviously, they have guidelines. Now, this is a USA Today article, Visual Guide to the Cost of Congress Plans for Coronavirus Stimulus Package to Send Cash to Americans and Help Distressed Industries in Graphic. The coronavirus pandemic is not just global a global health crisis, but an economic calamity as well. Travel has been severely restricted. Thousands of restaurant, bars, and other small businesses across the country have been ordered to close. Workers face mass layoffs with little end in sight. Dude, they said unemployment right now. They've actually extended it, made it way higher. I guess shit you had like looking for the jobs every week on the website, a lot of that stuff they cut down. So they've made a lot of options available to us. People can get three months worth of emergency food stamps. So, I mean, guys, these resources out here, take advantage of them. Don't just sit and bitch about it. I'm out of money. Well, go do something about it. I mean, you're going to have to find ways. It sucks, and there may not be so many ways you can go, but at least try, dude. You know what I mean? You got to survive. We got to make it through these times somehow. So use these resources available. You can go and look up. I've seen all kinds of stuff showing all kinds of options you have. I mean, call the Department of Human Services. 
look on GreenvilleSun.com or your local newspaper. I mean, good Lord, a lot of people on Facebook, people you know, see people have posted stuff you can do, places you can go, websites to go to. So use those resources, seriously. All right, we read on. Stem the economic fallout. Congress has approved two emergency packages. A deal on the third much larger measure has been reached and includes direct payments to Americans, uh, and that one was approved. It, they fucking went back and forth, with, and it was a no for two days, and then finally, I think it was yesterday or day before, they all agreed on it. It was like 96 votes. Nobody went against it. So, A far-reaching financial help for small businesses and a lifeline to airlines considered crucial to the nation's recovery. The centerpiece would be a one-time check of 1200 or more to individuals, jolt of household capital that lawmakers hope will boost consumer confidence and give the tumbling stock market a reason for optimism. So it basically gives a guideline to what all happened, but guys, I, you know, I'm not going to read that. I, I'm sure most of y'all can read. My thing is I just want to give y'all details on this stimulus package. Here's what they're going to do. If you file by yourself, now guys, you have to file this year's taxes or last year's. Now they've extended the deadline to file this year, so if you all haven't filed your taxes this year, you might want to go ahead and do it. But I think either way, by the time they start sending out checks and they're saying it could be uh, President Trump, boy, he's on it. He said it ain't going to be like Obama's stimulus checks. It took two fucking months. He said I want them out. I think they said two to three weeks. They're, I'm, they're thinking mid-April. A uh, few articles I've seen think that's a stretch. Maybe May at the latest, but I think it'll be a lot sooner than people think. He's thinking about it. He's going to want to hurry up and get everybody up back to work. He wants to keep everybody happy. He knows his election time's coming up. What would be one way to make, make people happy? You're giving them a stimulus check, getting it to them quick. $1,200 for one person, that may not seem like a lot to some of y'all. I mean, us here in East Tennessee, cost of living isn't as high, and we could make it off of that, maybe one person. I know it'll be tight, but it's better than fucking zero. I got to commend Trump on this. I mean, I know a lot of people hate the man, but, uh, you know, what an asshole. He's making sure all of y'all got money. Like Obama, he made them stimulus checks. Literally, people were waiting, didn't get theirs for two or three months. At least he's getting on the ball about it. All that other bullshit, I don't know. I don't like politics, but anyway, moving on. If you have a family, I think a family of four, you get automatically like, what is it? It's 3400 Just a married couple is 2400 And then if you've got kids, you get 500 each for them. So a quick recap, guys. Those that make under $75,000 a year will qualify for, I think, the tw full $1,200. Again, it's $500 a kid. Married couples, $2,400. I think a family of four is $3,400. And they'll go by your 2019 taxes. If by the time the stimulus checks go out again, they'll go by your 2018 taxes. But I would suggest you guys 
do this year's taxes, put direct deposit on there because they said those that have direct deposit will get their checks the quickest. And an update that I just figured out while editing this podcast, if you have any debt in the world, any debt, you're good, you'll get the check except for child support because, you know, hey, uh, you're constantly labeled a scumbag if you, God forbid, you got behind on child support, though they did no research to see why. If we're behind on child support, you're just a deadbeat and they're going to take every dollar that they can from you. They don't care if there's a deadly virus, a pandemic going on in the world, and you, God forbid, gotta live. Child support don't care. They want your money to go to a uh, these mothers that don't work, that don't even live with the kid, and, uh, you know, those mothers that work and have their own place and deserve the child support, not talking about you guys. With all due respect, there will be a rant on this on episode 79, so I don't want to go into much detail. But if you owe back child support, don't even get your hopes up. Treat it like income tax time and you're screwed. And those of y'all who don't take care of your kids, have never cared, have never paid child support, I'm not taking up for you all. So please don't mistake what I'm saying, guys. And basically the way they're doing it, if you make over 75000 every $100 you make will subtract $5 from the $1,200 of the stimulus check. So meaning, let's say you make 76,000 a year, you'll only get 1195 and it'll go so on and so forth until I think what is 150,000 a year, you just won't qualify to get the check at all. Again, guys, I could have this mixed up. I could have misunderstood something here and there. So if I have something wrong about this, please let me know, comment on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, any of our social media pages, and let me know if I did get anything wrong on that. They're giving small businesses $367 billion for small retailers. Loans for small businesses could be forgiven. Student debt loans are being forgiven right now. They're giving $25 billion to the airlines. They would be eligible for $4 billion of loans. Hospitals got $100 billion, so that's good. This is a cool thing. He re- Trump realizes this isn't our fault. He, I heard him say that. Again, I don't really like politics but i did look into this because i mean you know this is money i'm sure we could all use i gotta commend trump on this man i mean i don't know about all that other shit i don't get into it and i won't get into it so those of y'all come at me how you gonna take up for him i don't give a fuck what you have to say about it i'm giving my opinion on this stimulus package situation i know he didn't take the coronavirus serious but Hey, I even thought, you know, a lot of these viruses, yeah, they're crazy, but they get contained fairly fast, and you hear a little bit about them, and then they're gone. And that's probably what Trump said. Should he have said it out loud? No, but none of us knew this was going to happen, guys. You know, none of us knew, so I do feel like we should be compensated. Personally, I feel like these motherfucking checks should already been in the mail. Congress up here on the hill, you know, oh, because they Democrats don't like Republicans. Man, who gives a shit? Look at this as Americans less fortunate than you that can't go to work. I don't give a fuck that y'all don't like each other because John didn't approve Bill 94-72. Who gives a shit? Think about us for once. I'm glad this happens, guys. I just hope that they stick to getting it out. Like, I feel like no later than the second week of April, people should start getting checks. And I think here in about a week, you st- you go ahead and start sending them out. Truthfully, 
Monday, I think you should start doing it. I mean, you got to get people money, man. I mean, I'm telling you, because people going to get to the point where they're like, look, I got to go make some money. You don't know, people could start doing crime, selling drugs. We could get some crazy, violent shit going. It sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, you're going to do what you got to do to provide for your family. I mean, you know, I hope it ain't nothing crazy, but people are eventually going to start getting restless and, and need food and shit like that. And I think it's cool, too, a lot of the, like, uh, like water companies, stuff like that, they're not going to just turn your shit off immediately. You know, they'll probably give you they give you a little more time so i think that's cool i think the way a lot of people have responded minus that shitty fucking landlord and a few others that i've seen pull shit like that i think a lot of people have really been understanding xfinity giving out free wi-fi hot spots i mean there's been a lot of free movies come on where they know people's at home you've had certain utility companies like gas power water electric be understanding about people being late on their bills and not turning off their lights and water i mean it's great to see everybody really coming together during these this crazy ass time over here where we're at we've had a few cases and it, it's not real bad but i bet it is in certain places so it's it's hard for a lot of people, I think, to really grasp of what's going on. But stay safe out there, guys. Use hygiene, and you'll be all right. That's going to do it for the news to the top of the show, guys. Let's go! Is anything I talked about regarding the coronavirus, let me know what you think of these stimulus packages. I want to know your take on it, guys. Let me know. Let me know what y'all been doing since this coronavirus stuff. How's it affected you and your job? And your life. Let me know, guys. I want to hear what people say about it. All right, guys. Let's talk some music. All right, guys. To start in music today, we go over to loudwire.com. And we're going to start with the band called Trapped. You all might remember them for their famous hit, Headstrong. And I think Echoes was this other song I was trying to think of earlier that I really liked by them. And they're one of those bands that came out. You know, they had a couple good hits, and you might occasionally see them. So apparently, Trapped's lead singer, Chris Taylor Brown, has apparently been in a Twitter war talking crap to a lot of other big-name bands, and a lot of the scene kind of came together and went against this dude. He was apparently making a lot of derogatory comments, like white privilege don't exist, making some racist comments. Alright, I got a video on here, guys, that we'll listen to, and this breaks it down of him and everybody that was involved, what he said, so here we go. Hey, it's Lauren with the latest rock news. During these trying times, Trapped frontman Chris Taylor Brown has found himself at the center of the music world, taking on all comers in a Twitter rant that has now raged on for over four days. The musician was initially labeled as racist and xenophobic for denying the existence of white privilege attacking the victim mentality of African-Americans, supporting President Trump's Chinese virus rhetoric, and more. The trapped singer eventually started attacking anyone who took him on while justifying the relevance of his band and boasting about the truckloads of money he apparently still makes. Brown was challenged over their Spotify numbers, with one person stating even Hoobastank topped them, something Brown challenged. 
That opened the floodgates with Power Trips Riley Gale offering a charity challenge. I bet my band outdraws yours in your own hometown trapped. Want to put it to the test? Two shows, different venues, same night. Loser donates their entire guarantee to a charity of the winner's choosing. Power Trip is the band. Step up or be labeled cowards. Brown replied, you don't sell tickets to anything. Even with Gail's repeated attempts at a challenge, Brown never accepted. Other acts then got involved. Brown lashed out at Bad Omens, telling Noah Sebastian to stop playing music this instance because he was making a mockery of the craft. He also challenged Dance Gavin Dance's Tillian Pearson over streaming numbers after the singer tweeted, it must feel really good to be so relevant in the music scene after all these years, pumping out hit after hit. I hope Trapped's consistent and smashing success will one day contribute to you finally losing your virginity. When I Prevail got involved, Brown called them the Lincoln Park of Warp Tour. Members of Attila, Every Time I Die, Born of Osiris, and The Word Alive also got involved, as did Kane Hill's Elijah Witt, who tweeted, Kudos to the whole core scene for ripping Trapped a new one. Who knew their racism, homophobia, and bigotry would unite such a divided scene? For more on the story, head on over to Loudwire. All right, guys, so there was a video on what happened, and uh, sorry there, uh, my fiance's cleaning. But anyway, I just think it's pretty funny that uh, Trapped. Now, I don't know if the whole band feels the same way as he does. Uh, I don't know if they do. That's very disappointing. But if they don't, uh, hey, Chris Taylor Brown, you got to go, dude. I'm very sure we could find somebody to replace you. And look, man, like I said, Traps, and this is just my opinion, had two good hits. Echoes was okay, and uh, Headstrong was all right, though Headstrong got really old really quick as you heard it everywhere. Now, Trapped was never big to me. Uh, I could maybe see them opening for a lot of the bigger-name bands. I mean, maybe these really small clubs or bars they could headline, like up here at Capone's, you could probably see Trapped headline. But they're not going to make a, a crap load of money. And like I said, I, I'm pretty plugged in, not as plugged in the music scene as I would like to be, though I'm getting there. But I've not heard anything from Trapped. And uh, again, I'm on YouTube, Loudwire, Rolling Stone. I've not heard anything from them. And I just can't believe this dude's acting like this, man. And I don't know what it is why these type of people tie in with Donald Trump. But uh, if I'm Donald Trump, dude, I'm like, hey, look, keep my name out your mouth. But guys, I'm telling you, this is just crazy. I, I hate racism. I think it's ridiculous. And, and sadly to say, coming from a white person, there is white privilege. Okay, there is. I, I've heard it f before. From I've seen it. And, uh, you know, I'm from a little small town here in East Tennessee, so I've also dealt with racism and stuff like that. And... There's still people in the world that unfortunately think like that. They're small-minded, belligerent, dumbass people. And I don't know, man, uh, any respect that I would have had for Trapped, you know, is gone. And uh, thank God now I have a really good reason to turn the fucking song Headstrong. Thank God that song's getting so old. Moving on. So, guys, y'all know I'm a huge, huge Deftones fan, and... Uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, in this instance for the Deftones, their road crew, uh, you got NBA teams, the people that run the concession stands and just the, clean the place up. And a lot of these 
these big venues, bands, team, sports teams, uh, famous actors, actresses that have employees that work for them that run everything behind the show, they're affected by this coronavirus just like us average working Americans are. Now that people are laying off and told to stay indoors and can't work, a lot of these people are trying to come to their aid and, and raise money and help pay their staff because they don't get paid like that. They don't get paid the big bucks. Well, I'm going to tell you something, man. This is why I love the Deftones. I, I saw an article, and I had to talk about this on LiveWire.com. Again, guys, Deftones are selling merchandise to help struggling road crew. Between tour and festival cancellations, the coronavirus has affected the entire music industry. Deftones are selling merchandise to help out their struggling road crew in these times. Many road crew workers depend on being able to assist with tours as their main source of income and seeing as concerts are being canceled all over the world, it's uncertain when they'll be able to work again. Deftones had to cancel their tour of Australia and New Zealand due to the scope of the disease but they are still putting merchandise that was for the tour up for sale online quote our touring crew is essential for us to go out and do what we do for all of you unquote the band wrote on social media quote we will be giving all profits made back to our crew unquote quote if you are able to buy a shirt we and they really appreciate the support unquote they continued quote please note all merchandise will be shipping from australia and prices reflect australian dollars we will see you all soon stay safe i'm assuming that was probably from the band as a whole but guys i mean i'm looking at the shirts right now here on loudwire.com they got some hoodies in there dude they actually look pretty sick here we got a couple with uh looks like a cool sunrise uh it just looks unique man i'm not gonna sit here and try to i love the colors on every one of them though but guys if you can if you're a deftones fan i know we all a lot of us probably out of work a lot of us affected by this uh, your hours probably got cut like what happened to my fiance and stuff and hell i was gonna transition to a new job i can't do that now so we all down but man if you can you know help uh, if you're a big music fan and you can buy a deftones t-shirt you know try to do that it'll help out their road crew but if not i mean i understand all right guys so uh next we got our good friends corn release intense video for the last single can you hear me staying at loudwire.com guys in times of chaos, it's always nice to have even just a moment of distraction from reality to ease the mind, and music is good for that. Korn have released a new video for their latest single from the nothing, Can You Hear Me? The video focuses a lot on internet comments, emojis, and technology, seemingly highlighting how obsessive and emphasis individuals place on social media in today's society it's a bit eerie to watch seeing as people all over the world are reliant on these features right now in order to work and maintain social contact with each other as the coronavirus spreads around the world but the visuals are captivating nonetheless Corn finished their co-headlining tour with Breaking Benjamin just in time as concerts and festivals are now being canceled in order to contain the spread of the illness. Their next scheduled performances take place May 22nd and 23rd in Los Angeles with, listen to this, System of a Down and Faith No More. Look at Faith No More, still rocking, which are still on as of now. 
Then they'll head out on a co-headlining summer trek with Faith No More that begins in August. And again, guys, the album is called The Nothing, and Can You Hear Me is the song. I was hoping to play a little bit on here, but I had uh, watched a podcast video that said, yeah, you can play it on there, and you may not think any of these labels and stuff are listening, but if your podcast one day starts making money or gets your name gets out there more and more, they'll come back and hit you. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. And guys, if you're wondering why this video is just now coming out though the album was released last year this is their next single but anyway guys official video go watch it over on the corn channel on youtube and i know i'm playing spoiler here for those of y'all who may not have seen the video though i noticed at the end it said the nothing a corn podcast so could we be getting a corn podcast soon what will it be about will it revolve around the nothing album i don't know and they got some dope concerts coming up corn still kicking man you got to give those dudes respect all right moving on to end the music segment guys i got a treat for you guys breaking out an artist spotlight this week of a british punk pop rock you name it hip-hop this dude does it he goes by the name young blood guys i'm really excited about this artist he's a new artist and you all know that Ain't a lot of new artists that I care for, so if I'm talking about one, he's definitely worth looking into. I love this guy's vocals. I like how he he can just pretty much adapt literally to any style of music. I've heard him do, you know, a little punk, a little rock, a little uh, hip-hop. I don't like to throw pop in there because pop sucks, but he, he could sing pop too. And he has an interesting take and views just on certain things where normally the old me that would definitely have been oh this guy isn't really what i like it's this music's not really my style i'm just not into it but with this guy it's different so it just shows you that i don't know maybe when you get older you just start viewing things a lot different liking stuff that you normally wouldn't like enough me blabbing let's get into it let's uh let's do a little the artist spotlight biography youngblood is the hip-hop influence rock outfit guys by the way allmusic.com is where we're going for this by neil z young youngblood is the hip-hop influence rock outfit created by musician dominic harrison blending punk spirit with pop savvy he made a steady climb in the late 2010s before scoring a trio of hits with halsey machine gun kelly dan reynolds he's the lead singer of imagine dragons and frequent collaborator Travis Barker. While his full-length debut, 21st Century Liability, landed in 2018, he made his mainstream breakthrough a year later with his EP, The Underrated Youth. Born in Yorkshire, England, the singer-songwriter was raised in a musical family. His father was a vintage guitar dealer, and his grandfather played with T-Rex. Influenced by Bob Dylan, The Clash, and The Beatles, he played guitar and sang from a young age. In 2017, he was 19, he issued his debut single, King Charles, a genre-blending protest song that fell somewhere between early Arctic Monkeys, Jamie T., and Rat Boy. He's a huge Arctic Monkeys fan and Clash fan. I do know that. I'm assuming by this, Bob Dylan and the Beatles. But I've heard him reference a lot from the Arctic Monkeys and and the Clash. 
and he, he dresses like a member of the Clash, too, but he's got, like, those those raspy vocals when he can do some high parts like Kurt Cobain did, and he just has that respectful attitude, you know, because a lot of these young, new artist rappers, you know, they just don't care. You know, they'll just sit up there. They don't got no respect for nobody. Well, this guy does. Because I remember a live show, he was talking about people being jumping around, being in the pit and stuff like that. If somebody falls falls down, pick them up. We're a family here today. And I just, man, the more that I watch this guy, read about him, listen to him, I, I have much more respect. And, again, he's different. He's unique. He's these artists that we sit here and that we've talked about in previous episodes that we get excited about and are the newer artists that we actually like. Let's read a little bit more here. Allmusic.com. He followed the song with the song, I Love You, Will You Marry Me? That's another big hit of his. Which incorporated some dub and grime elements. A major label deal with Geffen yielded Youngblood's first collection. An EP 2018 that included his first two singles alongside three new tracks. His debut full-length 21st Century Liability appeared in May of that year and made a solid chart showing in Australia and Belgium. Youngblood returned in the early part of 2019 with Parents, Loner, and 11 Minutes. Now, 11 Minutes is where I discovered Youngblood, which is technically a Halsey song featuring Youngblood, but... Man, without him, I mean, that song might, it'll be good, but it wouldn't be near as good as it is, so, without him. All right, reading on here. The latter of which was a collaboration with, again, Halsey and Travis Barker. Later that year, another track with Barker helped push Youngblood higher up the U.S. rock chart, this time with rapper Machine Gun Kelly on the raucous I Think I'm Okay. Primed by these chart placements, he scored his first spot on the Billboard 200 at the end of the year with his third EP, The Underrated Youth, which included his third top 10 single on the U.S. rock chart, Original Me, featuring Imagine Dragons' Dan Reynolds. That's a that's a great song, too. Now, he had said, we go back to the song here, um... 11 minutes guys and by the way this song was written by halsey and youngblood now this song is based off a true story i looked for the actual story that this song was based off of i couldn't find it so if any of you guys are interested in this and are interested in the song and like to go beyond the song like i do let me know if you find this story but it's basically 11 minutes about a couple they were young when they got together and Though they fought a lot and stuff and ended up breaking up, when they were apart, I think they both realized, you know, that they were meant to be together. And, you you know, like I said, a few years went by and their breakup, and uh, they actually started messaging each other, and we're going to meet up. The guy goes to meet the girl. He's there waiting on her, texts her, hey, where you at? And she says she's 11 minutes away and gets in a car wreck on the way to meet him. And he he sits there, and the guy's thinking, oh, well, would she stand me up? And it comes to find out. So the video is basically young blood. They do these, um, it, it's like the five, what is it, anger? I, it, you'll see what I'm talking about when you watch the video. But basically, he just wakes up every day, and he has 11 minutes to try to stop the car crash. 
I could sit here and talk about it. Y'all just got to go watch this video. I mean, it, it's awesome. It, it's got a great meaning behind it. And if you, again, if you go to Genius YouTube page and uh, look up Youngblood, he'll break down in depth about this. I probably didn't do it any justice there, but that gives you an idea of what you're working with. And that song's awesome, and I highly recommend it. He goes over here and he does a song, and I'm going to give praise to Machine Gun Kelly here. So he, Machine Gun Kelly, Young Blood, and again, man, you know, I probably, like most people, rip Machine Gun Kelly off after the Eminem thing, and you know, that ain't fair, man, because I liked Machine Gun Kelly before this, and I think a lot of us that grew up listening to Eminem just felt loyal to him, and you know, I mean, it was stupid, and I don't think it was so bad that anybody should have chose sides i mean even though come on when that stuff happens you're going to some most people will but it machine gun kelly you know unlike most artists that eminem's went at he bounced back and stayed in the limelight i mean there may be artists that eminem's attacked in the past and they've hung around but let's be honest their popularities went way down they weren't the same before that beef i mean that's just how raw Eminem was now Machine Gun Kelly may have caught a brand new Eminem that wasn't a savage like he was when he was on drugs he had calmed down a little bit I still feel that if you were like picking whose disc was best I do think Eminem's I do think Machine Gun Kelly had a lot of good parts of that disc track and a lot of it was funny and hit hard and you got to give the man his respect the only thing that I didn't like about Machine Gun Kelly as far as his part goes is him attacking Eminem's daughter I do think that's why Eminem came at him twice as hard I think Eminem what do you have two disc tracks that was the only thing as far as Machine Gun Kelly that pissed me off and actually turned me against him i guess when that beef was going on it was ballsy to do it and i give him respect i don't wish it would have happened man you know i just think they both are great artists eminem's a legend let's be honest machine gun kelly could get there the way he's switching up styles of music lately rap rock alternative and the cover songs he's doing with travis barker they did paramore's misery business i like that that to me is talent and that's why i think machine gun kelly separates himself from the newer rappers the mumble rappers and all these just shit artists that are coming out now eminem's a legend he's definitely be in the rock and roll hall of fame and uh he is hands down top three if not one of the best rappers of all time let's be honest he's definitely in my top five eminem could have helped somebody like machine gun kelly and whether machine gun kelly wanted to admit it or not he got his start because of eminem a lot of guys that rap that are white guarantee you most of them did i'm not gonna say all of them but a good majority but anyway this song has travis barker in it which by the way 11 minutes also had travis barker in it and what halsey and youngblood had said is they liked the song but it was missing something they just they didn't like the drums in it youngblood made the comment oh we need something like some blink 182 drums well turns out halsey knew travis barker and was just like oh i'll text travis Dude, they said 10 minutes later, 10 minutes later, he was down at the studio laying down the drums, and there you go. I wish, honestly, in certain parts of that song, these guys that redo songs and uh, like uh, pop goes punk, stuff like that, they could take that song 
I've heard some with screaming in it, and I just feel like a song like that, maybe a little screaming in it. There was too much screaming in it, but I think you could make that into a heavier rock version that would sound good. But Travis Barker also joined Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood for the song I Think I'm Okay. And Machine Gun Kelly, this was a little different for him. I mean, he was doing more of a singing, singing type rapping, but it sounds different than any of his stuff I heard. And I really liked his part on this. And then Youngblood comes in and just hypes it up, and, and I love the part he sings. Like he says, roll me up, smoke me up, we could fly into the night. I mean, those kind of vocals I love, man. Because where I used to write a lot of song lyrics and poetry, which I need to get back into doing, and our new co-host, Ashley, actually writes a lot of poetry, so you never know, guys. We might be bringing some poetry to the show. I hope a lot of y'all like it. But anyway, I love those kind of lines, those lines that have you thinking, that give you goosebumps, that have a deep meaning those right there to me is what makes a vocalist especially during the songwriting process guys this is a great song uh, the break i love the bridge in it i love the breakdown in it i love the end when they both get together scream good night guys you gotta check these out uh young blood i feel like he has that that british look but he's like the clash with a little kurt cobain with a little you know, he's he's going to be one of those unique artists. If he was around in late 90s, early 2000s, I mean, dude, this dude would be, I mean, huge, which I still think he could be, even in this music environment that's just sad. He really could be, and I really hope he, he stays out there and he gets noticed more and more because these type of artists right here, it is a fucking insult. This dude should be in the top three possibly number one top 10 any song i mean he just has that unique sound but we don't appreciate music like that unique music anymore we want the same repetitive teeny bopper disrespecting somebody beef women you know whatever bullshit that we keep getting fed and i really hope young blood is heard by more people is out there more our listeners we're small but guys, I want y'all to go check this guy out, add him on his social media pages, and show him some love. Artists like this, I get excited for, and it's different. Now, you're going to go watch live performances. Youngblood wears makeup. He wears dress a dress on stage because, in his words, he feels like, well, why should this be just for a woman? I like wearing them, and that's cool. And, man, the old me would be like, okay, weirdo, whatever. But he has a reasoning for why he does it. He don't just do it because, oh, this artist, uh, The Clash, did it, and I think it's cool. You know, he has his own reasons, and he just, if if you listen to a lot of what he says, and not only in his music, but um, he has a YouTube show, just a lot of his interviews. I mean, he has a lot of great outlooks and views on things that I'm glad we have this guy. I mean, we need more artists like this. Guys, come on. You know, we got to quit letting these these bad babies and these pieces of shit like this regurgitate these rappers that sound the same. And stuff. I mean, guys, come on. First off, we need rock back in the mainstream. But you know what? I like this because I've been getting into different styles of music. So that's why I like Youngblood because, I mean, this dude can come out do hip-hop type songs throw a little rock into it dude's voice i love that type of voice that scratchy 
Nirvana, but he can do high pitch like that. I love it. Youngblood, again, guys, that's who I did the artist spotlight on this week, guys. If there's an artist you want me to put in the artist spotlight, guys, let me know, man. If it's an artist I hadn't heard of, if it's one that's, you know, out right now and he's just doing a lot, hey, let me know. I'll gladly do it, I promise you, because I want to start doing these every episode. Even if it's a local musician, artist, rapper, singer, whatever, I'm not big into country, but I guess I would do it if you guys wanted to because my fiance does like country. I'll give it a shot, I guess. But again, guys, Youngblood, 11 Minutes is the song he did with Halsey. Now, if you type in Youngblood, it'll, yeah, it'll still come up. But Halsey did feature him in the song, and you got Machine Gun Kelly who featured Youngblood. And again, those are features, but his music is awesome, trust me. I mean, it's just as good. That punk feel with that rock feel, you'll, you'll enjoy it, I assure you. But that's going to do it. For music news this week, guys, anything that I talked about today, feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page and let me know what you thought, man. Let me know your take on Youngblood if anybody listens to him and just anything we discussed. Let me know what you guys think. Let's go! All right, guys, moving on to... We're going to start out uh, with something cool that Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members, as you all know now with Xbox Live, they threw in this uh, Xbox Ultimate deal. And I got to be telling you, I'm still a little confused on it, but I guess it's like you get Game Pass with Xbox Live, so they're calling it Xbox Ultimate. It may be if you purchase it for a year you do the 50 dollars a year thing you guys will have to look into it because like i said the guy explained it to me and it confused me because i was like oh well then why was it trying to charge a fee if you're throwing it in with the live but he broke it down here it is but on ign.com i was uh flipping around i noticed xbox game pass ultimate members will now get free DLC and more. I was like, what? So let's read and see what it says. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will now get regular perks, including DLC, in-game content, and more, included as part of the membership subscription. As of today, this is a March 18th article, Ultimate members can redeem the following four perks. Fantasy Star to Online 2, World of Tanks, Mercenaries, Sea of Thieves, and Smite not really familiar i'm familiar with world of tanks though i've never played it or fantasy star online too sea of thieves is a pretty popular one and smite i've seen a lot of people play it's a uh, moba game actually the number one moba game on xbox and whether these any of these games this appeals to you or not i think this is cool that xbox is doing this and again guys with the coronavirus there's a lot of people throwing free stuff around i just wish they would do this every now and then not when there's a crazy virus out here i feel like this was a good thing for xbox because man i don't know if you guys pay attention to xbox xbox supports twitter every day because i get notifications from there they're doing maintenance on some game guys we we noticed that you uh, can't get the servers are down or such and such is happening on blah blah game literally i mean i don't know what's going on i'm assuming it's just because 
everybody's off work and out of school right now because of the virus and obviously the internet overloaded so that's probably what it is but I, I love it because I feel like Xbox because they chose to like uh like I know as far as why we don't get exclusive skins on Xbox players on Fortnite's because they chose to partner up with PUBG. I mean, I don't really see... I mean, I get it because they're a competitor, but I, I've never played PUBG, really. I don't like it. I think I maybe played it once or twice. I hate it. Why should I not get an exclusive skin, but PlayStation 4 members can because of Xbox doing a business decision that had nothing to do with me? You know what I mean? And it's this kind of stuff's happening. I've noticed, uh, like on Mortal Kombat, y'all seen the issues with the, la the DLC characters. Like with the characters Spawn and Nightwolf, I think a few people had problems with Joker. I don't know if it's on Microsoft's end. I know as far as the issues here lately, it probably is. But I noticed with the ex exclusive skins and rare skins that like PlayStation 4 stuff, Xbox, man, we, we kind of get shit on. And I noticed on NBA 2K20, a lot of those guys on there will go, oh, you need to go, you, you, you're trash, go play on Xbox, you know, whatever, man. I mean, Xbox, dude, it used to be really savage back in the day with the Halo days and stuff like that. And I don't know how we've lost this respect, but this is ridiculous. I mean, you all need to be fair all around the board. It don't matter who Microsoft chose to partner up with. It's not fair to those players that are loyal to your game for a decision they had nothing to do with. If you're going to give PlayStation 4 people skins, you need to give Xbox, PC. I mean, come on, guys. And, and this is for any game. I'm not even talking about just Fortnite. Yeah, guys, so if you guys play any of those games, uh, let me know. I just thought this was something cool that Xbox was doing. And I, I hope there's more stuff like this that happens in the future, man. I mean, they don't understand. Some people don't get to go out and buy a lot of these DLC characters, make a lot of these in-game purchases. So wouldn't believe how far something like a free, free skin, a free DLC, free stuff every now and then, it goes a long way with some of these kids. I mean, I've heard some of them, when the, like when people do giveaways on Fortnite or other games, you'll see these poor kids begging and, I know it pisses some streamers off, but you can tell in a lot of these kids' voices that they really don't get the skins and stuff like that a lot. All right, moving on, guys. You know it wouldn't be a gaming segment if we didn't talk Fortnite, but uh, we're going to do a little different this week. I'm going to have just a little, a little quick little rant. I've talked about this before, but I don't know. I feel like I need to maybe go in more in depth because I don't think people are really getting the point here. Now, there was an update in Fortnite this week. It was just a small update, nothing new, really. The 12.21 patch. The 12.20 patch, guys, if y'all haven't played that yet, dude, oh, my God, they, it's so awesome. Helicopters are added, though. A lot of people think they're weak, and like most pro players and, uh, you know, streamers that are ungrateful, which we're going to discuss here shortly, they, oh, they're weak or whatever, because you literally can just, you can boost in them. You don't really have any missiles or guns you can shoot, but you can carry four of your teammates. It's mobility now to these guys, these pro players and some of these streamers. It's weak. Okay, but if you were able to, you know, take people out really quick and stuff like that, then y'all be bitching, oh, it's overpowered. Then it's, oh, well, we want more mobility. You get mobility in the game, and granted, there's only a few places where the helicopters are. Got mobility, they still bitch. Now, I don't get why a lot of these guys haven't figured this out yet, that there's a reason why Epic's doing this. 
Donald Mustard came out and even had this just this out of the blue tweet talking about how he likes the game like uh, season one, how it was just high, you know got people on the game. It was just full throttle live events, and you know I, we all miss the live events, and it was just balls to the wall. And then he slowed it down a little bit and kind of did a restart with this season. Calm down. There's a reason for this. And I hope, I, oh, God, I hope, because, you know, Fortnite, I, I bet they're already five seasons ahead. I hope they come out with something legendary. And I hope a lot of these pro players that are claiming they've left the game and all that, I hope none of them get to come back. Guys, listen. I see, I see so many, like Cypher PK today and, and Ninja, where, you know, they'll get on there and play on each other's stream. And, you know, he'll take clips from his Twitch channel, titled his video, and put it on YouTube and said that, uh, here's what I think what Fortnite Epic could do to save Fortnite from dying. Okay, first off, the only people that think Fortnite's dying is these whiny bitch pro players that are obviously getting paid and they can go play other games and when the game ain't catering to them or they don't get their way. They've been, I mean, dude, they've been doing it for two seasons now. I mean, there wasn't a lot of bitch in the last seven seasons in, in chapter one, but eventually there was. And then there was bitching, oh, well, this, this new chapter and this new seasons, uh, oh, there's no patch notes. Okay, well, if I'm Epic Games, I'm tired of hearing y'all whine. If I put patch notes out, you bitch about something. If I don't, you bitch about something. And maybe they're just simply doing it to make y'all start paying attention to more stuff. Then it was, oh, the map's too big. Now people can can't. And I mean, look, it doesn't matter what Epic does. You're going to get this small group of pro players and even some streamers that though this game has, the and these developers that made this game have changed these guys' lives. And yes, guys, you all played their game and made it popular, though us casual people were a big part of that too. You all got it out there, played their game. That's cool. Some of y'all are millionaires now. Some of y'all are signing big deals with with Twitch and YouTube. I didn't hear of a lot of you guys, the Cypher PKs. I didn't even know Ninja till Fortnite. And uh, Booga, look at this guy. I mean, this guy is now, uh, what is he, ain't even 18 years old, and he's a millionaire. When you guys want to start whining about the game, you know, do it to your friends or whatever. I think y'all need to take a step back and take a look around at your life Go when you go step in your nice-ass car out of your nice-ass house and realize maybe I should give Epic Games the benefit of the doubt. Not every season's going to be something that you like, guys. That don't mean the game is dying or the game is trash. This game has done things that no other game has done, like I've said a million times. And I just get sick and tired of these, like that Denver guy, that dude, every other day now, two or three times a week, it seems like. It just got to a point, dude, where I, I quit watching his channel. Because it was like, why pro gamers? Man, look, I don't want to hear nothing from pro gamer Fortnite gamers. You can't satisfy them, dude. There's not, every, it don't matter what they put in the game. They could, they could put five things in the game a pro player wanted but not put in let's say they wanted six epic could put in five of them in the game of things pro players wanted they'd still whine and call the game trash and leave and yeah call of duty warzone is is really popular right now it's actually good so now a lot of people are the fortnite's dying even more guys well those uh, us millions who are playing the game don't think it's trash 
and uh, y'all think it's dying. The fact that you have to make a video saying it's dying just proves to you that it's not. You know what I mean? I mean, you're you're clearly still talking about it. And I know I've talked about this a lot. And oh, you look at you kissing their ass. I just appreciate it's a good game. Now my daughter's playing it, makes it even better. And, yeah, this season isn't exciting as the other ones, guys. But, again, hey, I'm along for the ride. I don't doubt Epic Games because the few times I thought, what the hell are they doing? They've come out and hit it out of the park. I miss the live events and stuff like that, but you never know. What if this is leading to one big event? You know, you just never know. And, guys, things change, whether it's with your favorite musician, whether it's a video game things change. I'll give you an example using a music reference. Take Eminem. People loved his first few albums. When he quit doing drugs and got his life together and made those uh, the albums after that, not a lot of people liked him. But then there was those loyal fans that understood and was a diehard fan of him and stayed with him. And those are called true dedicated fans. I mean, learn to play the game. You're not going to like everything. I don't mean you got to make a video talking about it's dying. That's all I'm saying. All right. Sorry, I, I didn't mean for that red to go that long. But All right, guys. Spawn came out finally, was finally released a few weeks ago on Mortal Kombat 11. I'd hope to talk about this sooner. I was hoping to do it last episode, but I didn't. Guys, I got to tell you, he's, he's what I thought and, and more. He's awesome. I do wish, though, honestly, like his build is kind of like that Kotal Kahn build. I wish it would have been more... I'd say more like maybe Kano about that type of build. I just didn't like that real bulky build. I, I like that's why I keep comparing him to Kotal Kahn. Even his stance is similar to Kotal Kahn's. I just don't like the big bulky type builds on these characters, especially Spawn. I, I like him. I just thought he would maybe be a little faster. Spawn is my favorite comic book character of all time. I really like him. But when it comes to his moves in this game, it was I was hoping it would be a lot better I, I was more excited for it because i love spawn i think keith david does an awesome in the, the dialogue the intros and stuff i love his fatalities and his moveset's great he's awesome there was just a few things i wish was different but guys if you all have played him let me know man because i had fun with him but he just didn't excite me enough to where i want to go on there and just play him all the time i gotta be honest but i really do like him did he overtake my number one kung lao no that's just my take and i like spawn don't let me take away from you guys because i mean some of y'all may really like him but i noticed a lot of people felt the same way they he plays kind of like kodal connor has the stance like him so but I, I would rate him a 9. I would. Um, I was hoping he would be more upwards of a 10. But, I mean, guys, sometimes we get hyped up and we like what's going on and sometimes not. But he's a good character. I was just hoping for a little more, honestly. So out of all those characters, I mean, I do probably like Spawn, one of the best. But I got to tell you, who's probably tied? I don't know. Sindel, Joker, and Spawn are probably neck and neck for me. If y'all that do play Mortal Kombat 11, let me know what you think. And guys... What's the next announcement? Are we getting a combat pack too? I mean, I'm sure we are. So if you could pick the next six characters, who do you think it would be? Or let me ask you this. You can pick those six characters. And guys, I want to hear if you think Injustice 3 is going to be announced soon. Would you rather have combat pack two or Injustice 3 to come out? 
that's a tough choice right there. Final thing in gaming today, guys, there was a few things that I wanted to discuss in gaming, but I've switched it up. I mean, I was going to talk Warzone. Warzone's a great game from what I hear, but I haven't played it. So, therefore, you know, there's a lot of things I could probably talk about. I won't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it is gaining a lot of traction. Fortnite's dying, but yet every Battle Royale game that comes out now is compared to Fortnite. But, guys, I don't look at it like that. I don't think that's fair to Warzone or any other Battle Royale game. We're going to switch it up. I want to talk PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox Series X. Now, guys, these are both set to release around the same time i believe that's black friday of this year recently xbox series x their specs and stuff were leaked early playstation 5 got theirs out a few days ago on their playstation blog on their website so i wanted to compare the two because there's a lot of people i'm seeing acting like playstation 5 is just going to be way better but then i've watched reviews with a guy that says he doesn't think so he thinks xbox series x is better now it ain't really who what's better because ultimately you're going to be biased toward which one you like but i want to look at it which one's really better let's look at the specs because i'm curious man i mean i'm an xbox fan but i like playstation too i mean it's fun to do just to kind of do a little verses and bullshit around but I, they're both great systems and the new systems are going to be they're going to be awesome but i figure hey let's do a little comparison here and you guys can take away for what you will which system maybe you're gonna get i mean let's be honest unless you're fucking rich you're not gonna get these on black friday you know these things will probably start out at i'm gonna guess around six hundred dollars seven hundred dollars who knows you'll get some of these pricks that'll go buy a bunch of them so you can't buy them and charge you double you know there's always those losers out there that just think everybody's made of money and they want to screw somebody over to put more money in their pocket i don't know personally those people should be limited to one system so make it fair for everybody half the time most of these dudes ain't even gamers they like to hustle up all this money for themselves and they don't give a shit about the gaming aspect so leave, leave these systems to real gamers don't let these fucking assholes that want to screw people over and scam people get access to them i can't stand those type of people but all right guys uh tomsguide.com is a cool little site i found where he says uh ps5 versus xbox series x which console will win and again to me they're both great systems we're just doing this for fun ps5 versus xbox series x comparison will show you how these consoles compare in terms of specs games and more dude the xbox series x looks completely different it's like this square tower and uh the playstation 5 even looks crazy but that Xbox Series X, man, it looks pretty cool, dude. It looks different. Says, we finally have hard details about the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Both new consoles will deliver up to 8K resolutions, high frame rates, powerful processors, and speedy SSDs. But if the PS4 and Xbox One are anything to go by, the two consoles may not be all that similar beyond that. Which of the two systems will be... A superior gaming machine and which of them will offer the better library truthfully we can't answer those questions just yet without full game lineups pricing details hands-on experience any judgment on the better system would be just speculation but after a detailed blog post from Microsoft and a co comprehensive live stream from Sony 
we can at least compare the system specs and see how they measure up to each other. Let's just go ahead and skip to the specs, guys. All right, first we got Xbox, PS5 versus Xbox Series X price and release dates. Let's get the bad news out of the way first. Neither the PS5 nor the Xbox Series X has confirmed a price yet. The PS4 launched at 400 while the Xbox One launched at 5 But remember that those consoles launched seven years ago in a very different market. Sony had to recover lost ground from the PS3, while Microsoft believed it had a machine that would finally fundamentally change the media landscape on its hands. Alright, let's talk specs here. First, obviously price is to be determined for both. Release date, they're both saying holiday 2020. I've seen both Black Friday of this, of this year. Exclusive games, PlayStation 5 has Godfall. Xbox Series X has Halo Infinite, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. I don't, I've, I've never heard of those. Backwards compatibility. Almost all PS4 games, including optimized PS4 Pro titles. But as far as PlayStation, you anything below that, you won't be able to play. Any PlayStation 2 or 3 games, nope. Not on the new PlayStation. All Xbox One games and select xbox 360 and original xbox games so see xbox is letting you go back a little further cpu playstation has eight core 3.5 gigahertz amd zen 2 xbox has eight core 3.8 gigahertz amd zen 2 so xbox has a few more gigahertz there gpu playstation has 10.3 teraflop amd rdna 2 and Xbox has 12.0 teraflop AMD RN, or excuse me, RDNA2. RAM, both have 16 gig GDDR6, so they're both similar there. Now, storage. PlayStation has 825 gigs custom SSD. Now, Xbox has 1 terabyte custom NVMe SSD. So Xbox has got the more the most storage there. All right, resolution both have up to 8K. Frame rate both have up to 120 frames per second. And optical disc drive is our last category. 4K UHD Blu-ray for both. So based off of those specs, you know Xbox has the advantage. But again, man, I mean ultimately. One could have Xbox could have the better specs, but people could play PlayStation. I mean, it just you're gonna show bias here if you're a hardcore gamer to the system you're used to playing on. I mean, really, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know if I played both of them, I would give my honest opinion. I love Xbox, but if PlayStation was better, I, I mean, you got to admit it. If you go to tomsguide.com backslash face dash off. And you'll see it'll have the PlayStation 5 versus Xbox. He'll break down each category like graphics and performance, design, backwards compatibility, exclusives, I mean, subscriptions. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and read every bit of that, but I'm looking forward to the Xbox. Now, realistically, most of us that don't have money like this, I mean, we're not probably going to, we might play on somebody's systems. We're not going to own our own for probably at least a year or more until they come down on the price. And I don't, you know, and I get it. These are badass systems. When they first come out, they're going to be expensive. I mean, I think they should be more realistic. Like, if you made them like 399 I mean, let's be honest. I mean, more people are prone to buy them as opposed to 599 
you know, and I don't know, these damn things could be six, $700 this go around. But I'm looking forward to both of these. This isn't a, a full, like, review and take and stuff on it. I'm going to do a later one when uh, you get we get more details, more games that are going to be out on them. Because this is just, they're just kind of giving out little bits of information. And uh, they finally released the specs, as you all heard. And I just wanted to talk about it. Because, man, I just kept seeing, like, like I don't know, man. Xbox is just like we just, they've just lost respect or something. That is, I see so many people down in Xbox, like Xbox is where the, you know, the shitty players go to play or something. And it ain't right, man. It's bullshit. But I don't know, guys. Give me your take. If any of you guys are going to maybe purchase these as soon as they come out this year, I want to know. I want to know which one you honestly think from what you've looked up, the specs. Which one do you think will be better? Let me know your take. And that's going to do it for gaming this week, guys. There's some stuff that I was going to throw in that I decided not to. So if I do happen to mention it at the first of the show, you don't hear it played in here, then you'll know why. All right, guys, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. All right, guys, today's rant, we're going to be talking about all this craziness going on, the coronavirus from a guy accused of uh, committing terrorism. People just running around here in big groups on spring break. People just basically not taking it serious. But then there's people that are going a little too far with it. Like, for example, I talked to a good friend of mine. He showed me a post of a guy that said, Bill Gates who was trying to prevent the coronavirus, created it and dropped it on everybody here. So we'll talk about all this and more on today's Let's Have a Rant. So are you ready? Well, here we go. Let's have a rant. All right, guys. So uh, we got a guy here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the guy's name. Don't really care. Uh, you know, he's an idiot. But apparently this dude was like running around licking sinks and stuff and then going and trying to spit on people or something like that. I've heard this a few a few different people doing this. And apparently he had done it thinking on an airplane. He was trying to spit it on people. And now this dude has been arrested and they're trying to accuse him of terrorism. Uh, apparently this is something serious and I don't blame him. I mean, I don't know, maybe terrorism's a little harsh, but... I do think the guy should be arrested. And we got people going around still doing spring break. You know, Florida, let's see, Florida was one of the states I've seen where people are just running around, not taking it serious. You got a UFC, Dana White trying to throw a, still do UFC fights, uh, even though some of the fighters, uh, one of which of being uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, uh, who's trapped in Russia. I mean, you got these guys that can't even fight, and they've tried to make that fight Tony and Khabib five times. Hasn't happened. Dana White still thinks he can do this, even though nobody's going to be in the stands. Hey, Dana, put down your ego, dummy. Okay, cancel the fight, lick your wounds, and live to fight another day. Guys, I don't think you all understand this. Italy was the worst of this virus. We have now surpassed Italy with 200,000 people infected. Okay, a lot of y'all, I don't know if it's where you, like where we live, 
There isn't a lot of people infected. A lot of y'all reading these whack-ass articles from these third-party idiots. But guys, this is real. This isn't a hoax. This isn't fake. This isn't something to get votes. Now, maybe certain things are being done to get whoever votes when the election time does happen. But guys, when NBA is canceled, NHL, MLB, the Olympics, I don't think it's a hoax. And y'all running around here not taking it serious. Hey, hey, guess what? Think about other people that do take it serious. Don't run around here licking sinks, you know, running around spring bait, getting hammered, going around with a large-ass group of people, grabbing on to stuff and, and running around touching everything because they think they can't get it. Hey, dumbass, go do that by yourself. Don't, don't infect people out here that don't want to be infected and that have families and take this shit serious. And this is why I think they're telling people to stay at home and why I don't blame them. This is why people are shutting their borders down because unfortunately we have people out here that are so fucking stupid that they, they want to do stuff like this and risk other people being infected that are taking it serious and taking the right precautions. My fiance informed me she's seen this thing called the Coronavirus Challenge where people are licking toilets and I guess seeing who gets the virus or I don't know if they're trying to prove they're not going to get it. Yeah, guys, these people really exist. Those people, you know what they should do? Gather them all up, powder me up, and just slap the stupid straight out of all these people. These people are bona fide dipshits. And we can't forget the scams going on, guys. Apparently, I had read something that it says people come and knock on your door saying they need to come in and check for something dealing with the coronavirus they want to come in look around and all that not to let them in there's calls coming in people trying to scam people over the phone dealing with the coronavirus guys these bums do not obviously don't let them in which i don't think anybody would i hope not or people over the phone whatever don't buy into these 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 people are called losers that can't go work for their money so they gotta rip off hard-working people all over the world to get money okay so don't believe any of these scams and definitely be on alert for them because these scams are out there guys this is how sad it is they got to take advantage of a virus going around wreaking havoc in the world. That's how sorry, like, what? how big of a low do you fucking have to be at where you have to do that to make money? I don't get it, dude. It blows my mind. How you? If you just simply read credible sources, credible articles, videos, watch the damn news... And yeah, a lot of the news is BS, but you know, a lot of the news is the same right now, guys. There, we really do have the most people infected. Excuse me, man, my throat's killing me. Uh, no, it's not Corona. I'm telling you guys, you you gotta take it serious. I mean, me, I have went out, and I probably shouldn't have, but it's to the grocery store and to, to do stuff that I had to do. And you know, believe me, I mean, I I do want to work and stuff like that. But then again, man, I think God, dude. I mean, here in Greenville, we're now up to 12 infected people. The last time I looked, and I think at Tennessee as a whole, we've reached what over a couple thousand, a couple thousand maybe. And I think we've had two or more deaths. We were at zero a couple weeks ago. So I don't. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys, man. I mean, you think you're above getting it. Well, go out and be stupid and see what happens. And when your ass is laid up somewhere hurting and, and sick to death, 
And God forbid, I hope that doesn't happen to you. But if you go out and you're stupid like this and you risk your life, no offense, it's your dumbass fault. And, you know, do it on your own. Don't risk other people. Don't talk other people into being a part of your dumb shit. Okay? I mean, dude, this stuff makes me mad, man. Because, I mean, we all trying to get this contained and go back to our normal lives. Okay? Yeah, the stimulus checks and all that. It's cool that we all get to stay at home and be with our families. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, you know, we, we got bills that are going to come due. We got stuff that's going to want to be done. We're going to get tired of being in the house. And these morons doing this shit, guys... It's going to be the reason y'all got to stay and, and, and all these restrictions get worse and you don't get to leave your house and you don't get to go back to your normal life. These type of idiots is the reason why. And I, that's all I'm saying, man. I mean, you know, be safe, guys, and just stay away. I mean, I, I hate that there's dumb people like this that are adults that you have to say stuff like this and call out like this, but these people exist. And they're unfortunately got something wrong upstairs and just think this is cool and think it'd be a cool YouTube video or some dumb shit like that. But guys, all I'm saying, stay clear of these morons. You see dumbass people like this, get, get in your car and leave seriously because these are the type of people that are gonna make this worse but that's gonna be today's rant guys let me know your take on it if you've seen dumb shit like this whether on facebook youtube wherever let me know what you saw because i'm telling you i've seen some really dumb stuff out there that people are doing but all right guys that's gonna do it for episode 78 i just want to thank everybody for joining me sorry that we're all still in quarantined and but hey you got a ready set show podcast quarantine edition so i hope you enjoyed it guys i know i said some things i was going to talk about and i didn't i just wanted to switch it up i just felt some things were more important to talk about than others Guys, again, be safe out there. Steer clear of these morons out here not taking it serious. Stay in quarantine. Just wait till everything is is cool. You know, watch when you do go out. Just just be aware. That's all I'm saying. And I want to thank you guys again for listening to us this week. And I hope you did enjoy the show and it took your mind off this crazy shit. Guys, again, head on over to our Facebook page at RSS Podcast. Scroll down just a little bit. You'll see a pin post. That'll have all the information on this podcast, where you can hear us, all our social media pages, email, everything. But for episode 78 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, I'm DT, Ready, Set, Showtime, and I'm out. Peace.